your host, and it is Thursday, July the 2nd, 2020, and I am here, and we are here, and we're all here together, July 4th weekend in the Delaware Valley as we get ready to celebrate or prepare to celebrate July 4th in a semi-pandemic state. Uh, things are getting better. Things are coming back on. Sports are getting close. Tomorrow at the bank, official summer camp. <laughs> It's kind of weird to say it like that, but official summer camp workouts for the Philadelphia Phillies begin uh, as they prepare for their opening of the 2020 season 60-game version on July 23rd or 24th. The schedule's not out yet, so right now it's those loose dates of, of opening day of 23rd and 24th. But that is not what I'm here to talk about today. So the other day when I uh, – the last show we did, I promised you guys a super, super, super – fantabulous guest and I just finished talking with him uh, we did it over zoom uh, and uh, I'm going to play it for you guys here right now it was a great interview with my all-time favorite hockey player and that is Brian Prop. Brian was a member of the Philadelphia Flyers from the 79-80 through the 89-90 season uh, was part of four or three three Stanley Cup final teams with the Flyers holds multiple records uh, within the Flyers. Uh, just a real good dude, uh, a guy that influenced me in hockey, a guy that influenced me in, um, in wanting to play hockey. You know, growing up in Philadelphia in the 80s, playing hockey was not what you would call um, the cool thing to do. Uh, one, there was no ice. Two, it was really out of the four majors, kind of on the low end. But Brian influenced me and uh, made me really enjoy hockey and uh, it, a passion that I've held in my entire life. So um, I'm going to play that here in a moment, but it was a great time. It was great to talk with him. And uh, we talked about some great stuff, talked about his career, went into with some of the um, some of the things that made him stand out a little bit. I uh, talked about what he's up to today and uh, just a great interview. So here it is. I went to the Melville Millionaires. And I uh, won the MVP of the league that year, uh, broke the sc uh, scoring uh, at that year, too. And so at an early age, I was a really good player. I always had good players to, to play with, uh, good coaching. And, uh, you know, from after that, uh, the Brandon Wheat Kings for three years with Brad McCrimmon and uh, Ray Allison and Lori Boschman. You know, and Doug McCollum was my coach. And we had powerful teams at that time. So I was fortunate to play with uh, good leaders and good, good players. And uh, when you were in Braden, uh, what was there any indications that the NHL was? I mean, did you routinely get scouted? Did you know the NHL was watching you? Did you know what teams were possibly interested in you, and what teams were you might uh, been interested in joining? Yeah, so like at that time, you know, it was just I was 16, 17, and 18, so I didn't know much better. Uh, but you know, they were scouting, scouting me, scouting me, and then and in in '79. That's when the league merged. It was only one league. And then that year, it was an 18-year-old draft and a, instead of a 19-year-old draft. That's why Bork and Lori Boschman were drafted ahead of me. 
but uh, you know, I, at that time, I you know, I, I didn't care. Uh, I, I just wanted to play in NHL. But you know, my uh, three years at Brandon, like I uh, like I had 511 points for the my career. I won two scoring. Uh, I was a rookie of the year, my first year, and uh, I won the MVP of the whole league uh, in '79. So I knew that I was a good player. And I knew that I could be a good player wherever I got drafted. So obviously, uh, the Flyers came calling in 79, 80, took you at 14th overall. Uh, did you know anything about the Flyers at the time, other than the two Stanley Cups at that era? Or were you familiar with anything else about the city of Philadelphia? Well, I, did, I knew that they won the Stanley Cups in 74 and 75, but I didn't really follow hockey that much. I was a little different, like most of most hockey players followed uh, with the teams, uh, but, you know, I was just uh, having fun and I didn't, didn't, didn't care where I got drafted. And, and, uh, you know, even at that time, you know, when I was, I was working on the farm and when I got drafted and, and it's like, uh, you know, it, it's so different now because you went to the, to the, the draft and you, you, you want to be there. And, uh, but, you know, I, I did, I, I had to wait until uh, uh, the GM called me to say that I got drafted by the Flyers, but I was really happy uh, because, you know, I knew that I was a good team and then I fit in and Bobby Club because I was a spike, you know, chippy and uh, feisty, but, you know, it could score, play defense. And so, uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, I knew that I was a good player at that time. So you mentioned Bobby Clark a little bit, and obviously joining the Flyers right out of camp or right out of right in your rookie year, seventy-nine, eighty. Uh, were you at all over those types of guys, or did they they pull you right into the circle? I mean, uh, those guys were kind of on the end of their careers and uh, passing the torch along. I mean, again, what was the uh, what was the locker room like with that with that group? Well, at that year, like, uh, you know, I was, uh, Pete, uh, Peters was also a rookie and, uh, Bertie Prant got hurt the year, last year, the year before that. And so we had to find a draw, a, a goalie and then Pete Peters and uh, Phil Meir kind of stepped in and Pat Quitt was the coach. Uh, but you know, I was, I hung up, uh, with uh, Frank Bays, uh, my rookie season because like I was really quiet. You know, I just, we had a couple of beer together every once in a while. Like Bob Kelly, Kind of took me on on the ring and uh, and then you know but uh, the leadership was was good because you know they were a good team and they they knew how to win and you know I was really quiet I didn't say much at the start and I let the the scoring talk for me and uh, you know just uh, took me a couple of years to get a little bit better like I was really uh, naive when I was young and it took me like uh, four or five years until I got to, to be uh, more outspoken. And, uh, you know, because I, I had to learn from there. So your rookie year, you had 75 points in your rookie year. The Flyers go advance into the Stanley Cup Finals. You lost to the Islanders in six games. What were some of the lessons you learned, both as a player and teammate in that rookie season? Well, you know, my first goal, first game was a, a game winner. For, I was played with Bob Clark and Reggie Leach and so uh, against Bill Smith. And so I got a, it was a good start there. And so it was like uh, – when I played for Brandon my last year, like when they lost five games that whole season. And so like, uh, you know, at the start, you know, I was like, Hey, this is great. You know, I'm just going to keep winning and uh, it's going to be good. And, and then, uh, then we lost uh, nine to two uh, in Atlanta. 
And I said, wow, is this what it's going to be like in hockey, uh, in the NHL? But then we went 35 without a loss. And uh, to this day, still a Rocky record. And uh, so uh, I was, you know, had a really good start, uh, you know, with uh, with the team. And uh, then, then after, after halfway to the year, uh, like I, I started to play with Kenny Lindsman and Paul Holmgren, you know, and we we fit in nice there. But they had tough teams, and but they learned how to how to win, and and that's that's the most important, uh, you know, because. Uh, you know, I knew that when I was young, I, you know, I, I always made the play playoffs every year. Uh, th- 13 out of my 15 years, I made the playoffs. And that's what I always uh, look forward to. And so, you know, for the regular season, it's, you know, just okay. But you have to step it up in the playoffs, uh, which I, I learned uh, a couple of years after that. Like the first year we went to the finals. That was number one against number 16. So that's why we played against the Islanders. And then the uh, conferences uh, switched. And so then it was a little tougher to get uh, out of them. And then, uh, you know, so my, my second two years uh, after the playoffs, like uh, we lost in the first round. And uh, I, I really had to learn to be much better in the playoffs because I didn't score that much. I played well, but the goalies didn't play that, play that really well. And so I learned a message from that, you know, to be much better when the playoffs came across. So the 80-81 through, say, the 83-84 seasons, the Flyers pretty much went under a complete transformation uh, in where Mark Howell, the Dave Poons, the, um, the Brian Props, the Tim Kerrs, the Pelly Lindberghs. Uh, and then 84-85, you guys had a really good season, but – Going up against Edmonton in 84-85, what, what was the – because I know as a kid, man, I thought you guys were – boy, I thought we, we had it that year. Um, how good, Brian, was Wayne Gretzky? Well, he was, he was great. Uh, he was uh, one of the best players of all time. And, and, but you got to remember that Edmonton, you know, they, they, they had teams where they had five or six Hall of Famers yeah. uh, in their prom, prime. And so uh, when when they started to win, you know he figured it out. And but they had such t- talent, and they were really good. And Grand Fleur and the whole whole group, it was tough to beat them. Uh, but we we did well. We fought uh, to get into the finals. And Kelly Lindbergh, the first year, you know he did great. And you know, but we had uh, Brad McCrimmon was hurt, Tim Kerr was hurt, and you know we just uh, we ran out of gas. And then Pelly died in 80, 85, which made a big difference because at that time he was one of the best goalies in the whole world. And uh, so, you know, who knows what could have happened uh, if he was still playing. And uh, so, but uh, we found a way to batch up, back out. And uh, like when we were in 85, we had Tockett, Mel- Mellonby, Zezen, and uh, Smith as rookies. And it was tough for them because, you know, with the de- death, you know, you didn't know really what to accept. Now, after the death of Pelly Lindbergh in 85, how unstable, uh, and I know Bob Froze did an admirable job, uh, but how unstable was the goaltending position? I mean, uh, was it a concern of the teams? No, it wasn't because, you know, uh, Bob Froze, he was really consistent. Yeah. You know, he didn't. He didn't. Didn't give up too many gobs goals. I mean, he did a really good job with that. But I think that you know, you're, you're always looking for somebody that's going to be number one goalie. And then, like when Hexy came in '87, you know, he changed the way the the uh, players 
shot the puck like with Hexy shooting the puck as well as he did. And, you know, that made a difference. But he was also from Brandon, and he, he had a good, uh, you know, he's an alumni of mine. And uh, so uh, we went from there. Uh, but he played so well in, in 85, 87, you know, to win the MVP that year. Uh, it was, you know, but uh, we still fought really well with Edmonton. And, you know, Mark Howe, we had uh, Tim Kerr was hurt, of course, which uh, hurt us a lot because, you know, we could have used him for that. Uh, but I think everyone in Philadelphia really respected that we still forced them to game seven. And even if we didn't win, you know, they knew that we're on the map. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, again, uh, like I said at the top, you know, you have really, I mean, you might know, but you guys inspired a whole generation of, uh, of kids in the 80s to play hockey. There wasn't much ice in Philadelphia in the 1980s. Uh, so, you know, there was a lot of, uh, Roller hockey rinks being built. Uh, we moved out of the backyards and the alleyways and actually got roller hockey rinks to start playing. And uh, you really did inspire a whole generation of hockey players, me being one of them. And, and now in the Philadelphia area, there's 11 rinks uh, that you can skate at and, and, and play. I really wish uh, I would have had that opportunity back in the 80s. But, but absolutely, to that point, uh, you guys definitely did uh, put yourselves on the map and, and make hockey. And let's face it, in Philadelphia, hockey is sometimes falls down to the number four spot. Uh, as major sports, but for a while there it wasn't. It was kind of up there close to the Eagles, so uh, absolutely correct about that. So, Brian, yeah. let's talk about the 88-89 Wales Conference Finals against Canadians. Um, game one, a uh, play that broke my heart. Uh, to this day, I watch it, and I still say it was cheap. I'm talking about the hit from Chris Chelios. Um, what's your opinion about that hit, looking back on it all these years? Uh, well, you know, at that time he was kind of a dirty player and, you know, he, he picked on the, the, uh, the guys that didn't fight. Uh, and that year, like we were, we, we played seven games against Pittsburgh and then to go into the Montreal. And so, uh, you know, we, we, we you know, the first game, uh, Chalios hit me in the corner and knocked me out with a high hit. Uh, and I, so I didn't remember what was going on. I was, I, I was out for like the whole night. And, uh, you know, I, you know, thankfully I, I was okay. And, uh, my, my brain was pretty scrambled, but, uh, I only missed one game. Uh, that's because uh, they had the testing, uh, for the uh, concussions. So I passed that. And, uh, so, uh, but I wasn't the same after that hit. Uh, you know, I know, I think I scored a goal and got an assist in game six, uh, but we lost, uh, in the six games, but I still remember uh, Hextall coming at uh, Chelios and hitting him and uh, hitting him with a blocker. You know, to me that man he he uh, he was my otter. I loved what he did that sticking up for me and our team. You know, because a leader it it means everything, and uh, I'll never forget what he did uh, for me. No, absolutely, and that was one of the greatest. Uh... Unfortunately, obviously, we would like to have seen you guys advance in the, uh, into the finals. But, but yeah, I, I, I remember watching that live and, uh, you know, total disregard. Because, I mean, I, he had to have known. I mean, what, he got suspended like 10 games for the following season. So. Yeah, 12, 12, which wasn't Right, fair. and he had to know something like that was going to come from the NHL because they were probably looking at that whole series. And uh, absolutely a great teammate um, and went on to be a great, you know, he built the G as a GM, he kind of put the positions up. Uh, the players in position right now that we're having some more success in Philadelphia. So Brian, you leave Philadelphia during the 89, 90 trade deadline. You had, you had the Boston, um, 
Boston was in a cup run that year. What was it like uh, making another run to the cup with Bruins in 89-90? Yeah, well, that year, like, I, I was hurt. Uh, I, I had a heart in, a hole in my artery in my left hand, so I had to take the artery out and replace it. Uh, so, like, I missed 27 games. And then uh, then at the end of the year, like, I came back to, to play a little bit. And then, uh, you know, at that time, I think that they were looking for uh, leader, better leaders, like the younger guys. So uh, Dave Poulin was uh, traded in, in, in January when I was hurt. And then uh, Bob Clark traded me to uh, Boston. I think he did me a favor because, you know, I was going to be a free agent after that. And, uh, you know, Boston uh, took advantage of that. You know, we uh, went into the finals again. And unfortunately, the, the first game uh, was triple over the overtime and uh, the lights went out and, uh, and uh, we, met, we, we, lo we lost that, which really hurt us uh, because, uh, you know, when you come fall from behind against Edmonton, you know, they're too, too good to come back for. And, but it's still, for me, it was in my uh, fourth Stanley Cup final, uh, you know, and then uh, then I went one more uh, with Minnesota. So you know, so twelve years, twelve years in uh, my my career, like I was almost in the Ferry finals uh, almost every second game. A game. And you mentioned Minnesota at the end of the eighty nine ninety season. You went on to sign with the North Stars. Uh, Bobby Clark at the time was the GM. Did that have any bearing on your decision to go to Minnesota? Well, yeah, I mean, he, uh, you know, he got fired and then, uh, but then he took me to Minnesota because he knew, knew what I what to, what was I capable of, you know, at that time they had a couple of young players that were really good. And then Bob Smith was also, uh, came into the team, which gave us, uh, some leadership and that way, uh, you know, like they, they learned how to win. And then, uh, I, I know that, uh, against Minnesota, like, uh, we, we just got in the playoffs but we, uh, it was really a good uh, run that we had because that year uh, we, the number one team in the league was Chicago where we beat them. And then the number two team in the league was St. Louis. We beat them and then we beat the Island Oilers and uh, to go into the Stanley Cup Finals against Pittsburgh. Unfortunately, Mario Lemieux kind of took over in game 6-6, six, six, uh, you know, and that uh, hurt us. But uh, – you know, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, you know, we did a good job. And uh, for me, being there, like, and pr pr producing uh, all of those years, uh, I'm really proud of what I've done in my playoffs, like with uh, number one in the history of the game of uh, for left winger scoring in playoffs, you know, which uh, means a lot to me. Yep. And then one final stop to Hartford. Uh, now, Brian, I, I gotta ask this because uh, one of my one of my most earliest memories of you was back in the, with the Flyers in the I think it was the '82 season. Uh, and the reason why I mention this is hard for me to remember it. You wore pants. The Flyers wore pants for one season, and so did the Hartford Whalers. How ridiculous or not ridiculous did you feel wearing pants on the ring on the ice? No, there was only two teams that uh, that wore them, and it was uh, Hartford and us uh, right. for the two years. And then, uh, then they, uh, the goalies complained uh, that they couldn't see as much. Uh, so, like, it was good. But I loved it. Uh, the really? long pants, I loved them. They were lighter. Uh, they, they, uh, I, I really loved them. And uh, but you know, everyone hates uh, the goalies that uh, make excuses for <laughs> not scoring the, seeing the puck. And 
So, but, but I think that they just wanted to try it and uh, they, you know, so they wanted to make it universal uh, for the, for the league. Yeah, it was great. Uh, uh, I can always say I was alive to see that. I thought it was pretty, it looked pretty cool. I like the, they had the logo on the, on the hip there. So, I mean, I, I liked it too, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad you guys are, I'm glad it didn't catch on. Um, yeah. So Brian, obviously a great career, five-time All-Star, um, up to the up up near the top in a lot of statistical categories in the Flyers' all-time history. You mentioned the Stanley Cup Finals appearances. Is there a part of you after going 0-5 in Stanley Cup Finals appearances that I mean, is it something that still eats at you a little bit that you just couldn't get one? I mean, or is it something that you've come to peace with and you, you consider yourself a good career? Well, I mean, just uh, look at how many uh, players in the Hall of Fame never played a playoff game. Right. You know, for me, you know, it doesn't matter how many finals I was in, even though we didn't win, it, one bounce here and there, it changes around. Uh, so I, you know, people ask, uh, you know, like uh, I didn't win a Stanley Cup. Why not? I mean, I, I mean, I, I, who cares? I mean, I was there more than any of the other players. And uh, so, like, I, I always, uh, you know, let them to know that, and listen, it's, it's you know, you never know what you, you do, but just to be there as many of times as I have and uh, producing as, as long as I have, you know, that's what counts. And I think that uh, you try as hard as you can. Everybody wants to win, yeah. uh, but uh, you, everyone has to lose once in a while. But, and then, and, and, you know, we played against the Islanders that won four in a row and then uh, Oilers that won four in a row. And, uh, and then Pittsburgh, and uh, so like it was uh, I mean, it, it, tough in the '80s, uh, you know, to to win, uh, especially with uh, Gretzky and Lemieux. And so you, you just have to deal with it. But to, to me, I was really proud of what I've done uh, in my whole career. Yeah, absolutely, uh, 100% correct. Uh, when you look at, let's take a look at this season or the 2020 or the 2019-2020 HL season. Obviously, uncharted waters. Uh, we're going to resume play here at the end of the month or early part of August. Uh, first, I want to hear your opinion on what the NHL is doing in reference of bringing the top 12 per conference to, to kind of settle the regular season. Uh, how do you feel about that? Well, I mean, uh, you know, everybody wants to play. I mean, it's, it's been a, four months. And so like, and then they have another month before they, they, they play. And <laughs> so like everyone will be fresh and, you know, but I don't know, it's, 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 it's different because of what happened the last uh, six months. And, uh, you know, but I think that everybody wants a chance to uh, win a Stanley Cup and, you know, with the, the, the Flyers on, on the top four and you know, getting buys uh, after the other teams play, you know, it gives, it gives them a chance to, to be rested and, and to re reseat. And so like that way, you know, I think that they'll have a good chance. Uh, the way they were playing, their coaching is, is really good. Uh, the, the, the leadership is really good. The young guys, uh, Heart is great, and uh, the defense are good. So it, it's it's going to be close, and uh, but I I'm excited for this. So. Yeah, no, me too. I can't wait. It's been a long four months. So Brian, after you retired, what what exactly have you been into? What you've been what you've been involved in? Are you been very active in the community? What exactly have you been involved in? Yeah, so like uh, you know, just be before this, like you know, I also want to talk a little bit about the Canada Cup. Uh, because, uh, you know, in 87, I played for the Canada Cup, which was one of the best series uh, in hockey. Uh, you know, we, we played against the Russians, a three-game series. Every uh, score was six to five. I played with uh, Gretzky and Lemieux. 
And uh, so it was good to be on the winning side of that. And I also played a couple world championships after the playoffs uh, in 82, 82 and 83. So I've got a lot of experience with Team Canada. And then I also won the Spangler Cup in Switzerland. Uh, so that's, you know, you know, all that adds up to my you know, great career. And in 1999, I was also picked as uh, all-time best left winger in the history of the, the leagues in Canada with uh, um, Mario, uh, Bernie Prant, or Potvin, and uh, Guy Lafleur. So, you know, that was, uh, I mean, with good company with that. But, uh, you know, lately uh, I've been working with Wolf Commercial Real Estate the last uh, five and a half years. I'm a broker, and we're, we, we we're in Marlton and downtown Philadelphia, but we can work anywhere in the U.S., so if anybody wants to go to our, our website, but uh, we do sales and leasing and industrial property management. And uh, so, but I know a lot of people, so we keep looking for uh, spaces that people need if they want to rent or buy or and, uh, do the property management. So that's been really good. And uh, I love that because uh, we've been doing a celebrity hockey event the last four years what we do is uh, we have six former alumni split up the team, uh, two teams, uh, four goalies, and we raised uh, a lot of money for the six charities that we support. Last year, we raised 80000 for the hockey event. This year, we, we also have a, a golf tournament, and uh, these other six charities, like we raised about another thirty or 40000 for a golf tournament too. So giving back has uh, been uh, – good for uh, our, our company. Uh, we want uh, to uh, give, 